Hello, everybody. This is my first Anchor podcast. I did have a pretty good podcast going a few years back. The site is now defunct. Uh, the name of my channel was Red, White, and Blue, The Divided States of America. So I had a lot of like political content on there, and I really nailed it on the head, like the underpinnings of like the a lot of these movements that we're seeing. Like I was just at the forefront of that, just working a lot of different cities and festivals that I had worked and protests that I was in. I could like feel it coming, guys. I mean, it's shouldn't be a surprise to anyone. 2016, 2017, we were like on the fringe of just the brink of explosion, really, of what we're seeing now of just these huge movements that sprung about, you know, just a year and two years later, they had been brewing for years. So my cats, sorry. So I'm going to just, this is really off the cuff. This isn't scripted and I'm not going to edit it. And I don't believe in all these assaults on free speech and cancel culture, which we'll get into in another podcast. I don't believe any of that. Um, I believe in hate speech. I believe in any kind of speech. There's no such thing as hate speech, but it's ridiculous. But we'll get into that later. So I did want to touch on some philosophical things. But first, I want to tell you a story. I was at a pretty large park the other day, and there was a nature preserve there because it was a park. And there was this massive like pond slash lake lily pads very beautiful cranes like sand neck cranes and um sorry all kinds of wildlife and birds and it was pretty cool and it was it was kind of busy and uh there was these massive swans these large swan necks i mean big you could like just video right up close and it was really cool and the reason why they're so big and like their necks are so long, if you ever see them, it's just, it's evolution, baby. You know, that's the way, it's the way they're supposed to be so they can forage and do what they're doing. So, some reason this keeps like pausing out. Sorry, it's like my first, my first one. So bear with me. So yeah, there's the swans, the nature preserve. Big old heads, like, you know, just craning their necks. I mean, they're, like, massive. And so some of them are sitting out on the pond, lake, man-made, of course, just chilling, you know. And then there was this one. It was really close to me and a couple other people. You could see it really good. Nobody knew what he was doing, but everyone was speculating. And I just... (laughs) I find this really interesting, this comment this guy made next to me. So the swan, like, which had this huge-ass neck, <laughs> kept <laughs> going my Instagram, guys, and, like, you'll see the video of it. It's, it's really cool, and it was cute. It kept, like, dipping its head underwater as far as its neck could go, and it was, like, taking all... Because there's a lot of leaves and brush and stuff, like, just that had fallen from before, and like, someone needed to clean that lake out, seriously, but that's what the swan seemed to be doing. And he was doing a good job at it. This is just taking it like it was just second nature. Huge, just mounds of, of leaves and, and whatever else, um, whatever else had fallen there, like dead, you know, plants, whatever, and just like throwing it behind him. <laughs> like, 
doing this funny neck tilt, like 360 angle, like just throwing the stuff behind him. And he was doing it repetitiously um, and no one knew why he was doing it. And you could speculate because there was another swan further out that was like sitting on this, what appeared to be like a round mound of leaves, just like in the lake, like sitting on top of it, above it. So they weren't just like in the lake, they were on top of this mound. So people were speculating different things like, oh, they're doing it to make a nest. You know, he, like we're attributing like human, like we don't even know what sex is. It could have been a female, but because of its size, I guess we just figured, oh, it's, it's a male, even though I know very little about swans, to be honest with you. But yeah, I just kept gathering these leaves, putting it behind him. Um, there was also a trail that if he moved this out of the way, he could easily make a path for him to like get up out of the water and go on the trail and get out of there. You know, there, there was multiple theories on why. And there was this guy next to me. And, and it's just funny. It just shows you like how egocentric humans are. You know, he didn't mean anything by the comment, I'm sure. There wasn't that much thought behind it. He was just kind of like trying to make a joke and be funny. And very loudly, he said, I guess he must be looking for his keys <laughs> or something like that. And like a couple of people chuckled. And <laughs> I think that it's, it's human nature to want to ascribe like human characteristics or traits like onto um, animals or you know, wildlife or inanimate objects or really anything, you know, because that's, that's what we do, transference. And so I was thinking about this and it, I mean, none of the theories that anybody had were probably right. Cause he could have just been doing it for no reason. You know what I mean? It might not have been to make a nest. I didn't stay to watch by the way, but, um, so I do wonder whatever happened with that swan, but yeah, I mean, our, whole culture is is so extremely egocentric and if you really break that down I mean you, you'll see what I'm talking about like I said this is my first anchor podcast so bear with me I got cut off there I was just discussing the swan story and how we humans meaning we humans love to attribute or transfer in psychology just our own shit onto like another being just to like kind of try to make sense of it and like wrap our heads around it like why is it doing that we don't understand so this is why and you make it into like a human characteristic like the swan was all it was doing was it was just a very natural thing for the swan to just be moving the leaves out of its way because they the leaves were all over it couldn't even swim it couldn't go anywhere and a lot of people were speculating and this guy said <laughs> very loudly like you know, just trying to get a laugh from people or something. Like, oh, must be looking for its keys. Like, everyone kind of laughed. And it's, like, funny because, you know, people don't know why it was doing what it was doing. So make a lot of assumptions. But if you really break that down, it's quite egocentric, actually. And like I said, I'm sure he didn't mean anything malicious by it or anything like that. But I started to talk about the egocentrism that's very prevalent in our society, um, including... You know, when people care so much about whether other people care. And another thing that came up in a conversation that I had recently um, was, well, no one's going to care if anything happens to me. No one's going to care if I die. And I just kind of wanted to, to touch on that. And again, you see the egocentrism 
coming out. You know, I'm right. I mean, think about it. Who At that point, who cares if anyone cares? You know, I really believe that we are not our bodies, and I know that it's easier said than done. We're not our bodies. Not that our bodies don't matter, not that none of this physical stuff matters, but I believe that this is a vessel, a vehicle, in a plane of ascension, and we're just here temporarily to ascend to some to go to somewhere else. And so there's so much emphasis just put on this material, physical world, you know, including everything that I just said. And you know what? I can't say that I've never thought that myself. I have thought that to myself, you know, and then I kind of try to get out of that mind state. Oh, well, nobody cares. Nobody would care if I died. You know, would anyone even go to my funeral? I know it's kind of deep, especially for like the first podcast. Like I said, no holds barred. I'm just kind of jumping into it. No editing, no BS. And that may be true that nobody cares, but who cares if anyone cares? And really, when you break it down further, you'll see that nobody cares if anyone dies. They feign concern, like on the internet, if you're, you know, if you're some big star or whatever, because now you're inconvenienced, you know? Like when Michael Jackson died. I remember Michael Jackson died. I mean, he was like the king of pop, you know? Why do people care? It's not because, like, they really knew him or cared about him. It was all for the wrong reasons. I mean, it's nice. It might be touching, you know, the sentiment. But it was because he was a good musician. People enjoyed his music. It's like, oh, well can't listen to his music anymore can't go to any concerts anymore so that's why they cared not because they cared so much about him because look if somebody cared that much about michael fucking jackson he would still be alive he wouldn't have been in that room with a doctor you know (laughs) getting all that medication shot up into him you know which is pretty much which the equivalent of fentanyl by the way phenobarbital and all that stuff that they put you to sleep with you know when you're getting surgery done that short acting shit that really hits you hard like he wouldn't even have been if anyone cared if anyone really cared he wouldn't even have been in that situation none of that would have even happened you know and then he still has to this day has allegations against him and the man is not here anymore he's gone He's ascended to another plane, and people are still bothering him. I'm telling you people, none of this stuff is going to matter, okay? This is just all, doesn't matter. Who cares if somebody cares? And then when you think about it, what I just said, that no one really cares if anyone dies. It's true, though. They care for, for what? You care for your own egotistical reasons because you liked that person's Instagram post, like people feign this outrage, this anger on the internet, like, oh my God, that's horrible. And it's like a dislike for a day (laughs) and maybe a couple comments for a day or even a week. And then people forget all about it. You know, name one Robin Williams movie that was, you know, really touching that you really liked. Name a Robin Williams movie, you know, but a lot of people can't. They're like, oh, it's horrible that he died. You know, he was like so depressed. He was such a comedic star. He was, a lot of people can't even name his movies. I'm just saying like, with time, all of that fades. There's this outrage at first. And then in the end, nobody cares anyway. And so at the end, nobody cares. And then it takes you to the point where 
you have to go back to, to basics. You are what you love, not what or who loves you. And once you really fundamentally figure out what the fuck that means, you are what you love, not what or who loves you, okay? Once you really delve deep into that and understand that, it's more than just, you know, some, some phrase, some cute phrase. You're really going to be at peace with yourself and realize that none of this shit matters, you know? And we're going to another place, another plane. You're not even going to know if anybody cared. You're not. I mean, at the time, you're not um, because you won't be here. And it reminds me of something George Carlin would say when he would talk about all his sanctity of life things. Who are the people that are so pro-life and, you know, life is precious and all this stuff. (laughs) And he made this sort of joke comment that it's nobody who's dead because they don't give a shit. It's the only people that have any um, reason to promote life are people that are alive. Like people that have any vested interest in it because we're alive, because we know we're alive. You know, it's consciousness. So we're conscious of these things. You have to make it so you don't care about these things. You have to meditate so hard you like become a monk. Really, seriously. And then once you do that, rinse and repeat, you do it over and over and over again, you're gonna realize that all these thoughts, you're just gonna observe your thoughts and that's it, you're not gonna have an attachment to them. You know, it's one thing to not have, it's fine if you don't have an attachment to people or things, and I've heard people say that, like, that's fine. But you can also get attached to thoughts and ideas, and that's actually even more dangerous, guys, that's, and girls, it's more dangerous, you know, because of the idealism, and like the fantasy, you can get caught up in it, and that can do very dangerous things to your own psyche as well. So meditation is like the best way to, I'd say get out of your head. First you have to get into your head and then you have, you have to get in to get out. And so that's just what I've been trying to do, you know? And I don't mean for this to be like dark or heavy or, or something like that, especially at this time in the first podcast, but um, all my podcasts are gonna be different. It was just a different take on things. And I just want you to think about like everything that I said. I know I threw a lot out there. So humans egocentrism has really ruined the world. It's, it's ruined society as we know it. This like me, 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 selfish, entitled attitude to where you even are so concerned up until you're dead with like what other people think or like, how is this gonna affect me? You know, you got to rein it in, you got to rein it in. You got to, you got to meditate more to meditate more and just observe those thoughts and let them go, you know, just like an hourglass with sand coming out. Just let it go. Just let it, you know, run out the clock. So that's all I wanted to say for now. And with that, I'm going to conclude and I'm going to go meditate or possibly take a walk in the woods or something that, you know, I don't want to (laughs) think so much. So with that, I will end and I hope to be back on here soon. Have a good day.